everyone on the Deep Rooted <laughs> Podcast. Uh, we're Jeff and Rochelle, and uh, we're excited, excited to be talking about marriage. Had a lot of fun. The last podcast, I'm kind of introing, and if you didn't hear it, pause and head back. Head back to episode one. This is episode two. I tell you what, what of the marriage. I mean, of we've been going for like over a year. You it's know, about but. thirty-seven <laughs> to be exact. Oh, is it okay? But think... two of this will be thirty-eight. I'm sorry, <laughs> this will be thirty-eight. Either way, but uh, and what a uh, great. It's always a great time to talk about marriage, but in our culture right now, we need to talk about. Not just marriage, but healthy marriage as God designed it. So I think this is an incredible moment to think about your marriage, to think about and asking God, God, can you um, your work? future marriage? Yeah, your future marriage. I, th- I think it's a powerful your time kids' to think future about that. marriage. Yeah. Um, marriage matters, mm-hmm. even if you say, "Well, I'm not married, and I don't plan on being married." Uh, marriage matters to our culture, and we could yes. talk about a whole lot of that. Uh, that's not the direction we're going. Right. But hey, last time we talked about our story, um, talking about some values. And so check that out. But today we're talking in the some of the intentional patterns. Hmm. And I want to say patterns because I think it's important. It's not things that we strive to do. But these are things that some of them we've been doing for for. 17 years, some yep. maybe a little less. Uh, we are about ready to celebrate 17 years of marriage here in a few short days. And so yeah. um, some of these we've been doing even before we were married. And um, and then some of these took started taking place when we had children and at different stages of life. But I, I really believe the patterns mm-hmm. create behaviors and those behaviors will yield results. They'll yield outcomes so I really believe these patterns become behaviors which give freedom to the marriage when you say patterns be like oh man I don't want to be constricted this gives freedom to the marriage gives structure I would say brings so much joy to the marriage yes but uh, not I mean not even just, it affects everybody we encounter everybody I, I think that's a misnomer that people think well if I have a bad marriage it's not impacting everything else I, I would say newsflash when you have something that's unhealthy, a portion of your life, it will spill over into other portions. Mm-hmm. It, it can't it can't be contained into just one little area. And yeah. so on the reverse, when something's healthy, it will pour over into other every, areas and it'll area. make other areas more healthy. So mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna talk about some patterns. We've written some down, so we might look down here again, here and there just to talk about it, but let's do it. All right, so uh, the first one uh, I wanna talk about is we, we go to sleep at the same time. We go to sleep at the same time. You say, what what is what what matters? Uh, you know, and I would say this, this matters intensely. And the reason this matters intensely is because uh, that means that we are on the same rhythm in, in life. We're, we're talking. Um, it really talks to our same schedule. Yes. We've oriented our lives to be one. So, um, you know, it's not like, oh man, I'm a night owl. I'm gonna stay up till midnight while you go to bed at nine. Yeah. Um, that I, I don't think that's ever happened. I can't really even think of it if it, I can't think. Well, maybe when we had kids, <laughs> like we'd put them to bed and then I might have to get up if they were, yeah. you know, right. feeding them. But um, not really. You know, we would even when we had children, mm-hmm. we intentionally had our children start going to bed or at the same times. Um, so that we would have the evenings together 
it's really important and connected with that topic of going to bed at the same time there has not been a night Mm -hmm. in 17 years and i think we did this even over the phone when we were dating i don't remember all of that but i know for sure in marriage there's not been a night that we haven't prayed together before we've gone to sleep that's a pattern that's set up yeah so even if you can't do that when you don't go to bed at the same time (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like you know even when the rare occasion with you've been out of town Mm -hmm. for you know your doctoral studies or whatever every night before we even on the phone and i'll say this i think part of this is because i really don't think a lot of alone time um for for example if i was just to be by myself alone to midnight one in the morning I don't think that's good. Now, I will say this. I think it's different than solitude. Solitude is a spiritual discipline where we go away, hear from the Lord. I'm talking about idle time yeah. where we're, I'm just, you know, watching whatever, you know, playing doing... Playing video games? Whatever. Playing, <laughs> well, I, you know, I will say this. We don't have a... Well, actually, we do have a video game system in, in uh, Super Nintendo. <laughs> From when I was a kid. Because so, our kids yeah. like playing Mario Kart. Yeah, so there you go. I, I will admit to that. <laughs> And we play with them, but we don't because I don't think that's good for each to, to spend a lot of alone time. I again, idle time. Yes. Now we so. have in separate interests. There are things that we do, like <laughs> you don't go to the cooking classes that I go to, right. or you know, that's not to say you surrender your personality or Absolutely you say, not. uh, I don't do anything. But when you get married, you're choosing to do life together with somebody. I think a lot of people can tend mm-hmm. to think let's get married and I'll continue my own life the way that I continued it. And that that will not work. It, you it just, will not be healthy. That will not. Um work. when you, the Bible speaks to this a lot about you become one. Mm-hmm. You become your 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 goals, your aspirations, the things yes. you do, the way you spend your time. Um and so going to bed together every night at the same, you know, the same time bringing our lives into the same rhythm. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe has made a large difference. Um, we and, and some of this is kind of similar to that. You know, we don't go on vacations alone. Mm-hmm. We we operate as a family. We do things together, and making decisions are joint. We make decisions efforts. together. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I just think that's a pretty. <laughs> I just think that's a healthy thing. Now, okay, now it, let's get. We probably should talk about this yeah, a little bit because I feel should. like that'd be like, okay. You can't. Never mind. What? Go ahead. <laughs> You're gonna do something funny. So, um, for example, do we have limits of how much money we can spend at one time without talking to one another? I have yet to hear of a policy. <laughs> I don't think we have that. <laughs> we don't. No, we don't. We don't. Um, we don't have like, okay, you, if we're going to spend over $50, let's talk. I would feel so constricted by that. I feel, um, I would feel persecuted. I want to give you freedom. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. No, but we. Now for showing off and bought a house or, you know, or a car or a big per. You know, we just we just talk about those things. Yeah. So anything that's large, we, we talk about before we do it. And I wouldn't do that. And it's I, really I don't think you do that. Thing no. that either yeah. of us feel like, oh, I better ask with so-and-so or check in with so-and-so. Okay, we're married. We're not parenting each other. But I think that comes back to a, a larger place that you and I have the same goals mm-hmm. for money. For example, we right. use money here. So yeah. we operate from a principle of we tithe. 
first 10 percent not even ours it we've done that in the entirety of our marriage there's and that that's a joint decision that's not like oh you want to do no. this so i'm going to go maybe go along with it or vice versa well, and maybe i should even say from the front end all of our money is together yes there's not his money or my money it's our money we have um, the same goals so tithing giving to missions above and beyond the 10 percent has mm -hmm. characterized our life and then we have the same goals we don't want to be in debt we don't we don't live beyond our means we pay off our yeah. bills every month and save and things like that and so it doesn't create a lot of conflict because our goals are the same. Now, if the goals were different, I could see where that oh, would there'd come be a, lot, a of conflict. lot of conflict. Yeah. And and then there would be, well, why are you spending this? And, and there would be a lot of... Uh, so of, it's not a money issue. It's really a goal it's issue. It's a goal issue. It yeah. comes back to having the same objectives. Yes. And so we have like financial goals of, mm -hmm. you know, okay, in five years, we'd like to be at this place and, and things like that. And so we know that we make decisions based off those goals. And so... Again, coming back to being one yes. and having the same mindset, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, having the same perspective. I, I like this one, one pattern we have, and that is we check in with each other throughout the day. Again, none of these are, are I would say, legalistic things that we have written down that we say, okay, we need to do this X times. <laughs> This is just in the fabric okay, of our life. Okay, if anybody knows me, we don't have this list written down. If anybody, you so might I, have I never it. took Rochelle aside, or she never took me aside and said, "You know, can you check in with me three times?" Because I really want to know where you are. No, this comes from a place of we just we love each other, we care about each other, and sometimes we'll text or call, say, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, how's your day going? What's what's going yeah. on? Um, hey, you know, this is what's happening tonight. What time are you going to be back? Or can you pick up a child here? You know, all that. So there's a lot of communication from front to back. And I think that really helps alleviate maybe stress or opportunities for conflict yeah. because there's a lot of communication. We generally know where each other is throughout the day, the schedules throughout the day generally. So when I come home, I'm not walking in having a different agenda than, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So. so we've talked about our week. And, and part of that is not just daily. But it's also planning out what does this week look like? What yeah. does this month look like? So we're in the month of April. It's mm -hmm. marriage month here on the podcast. <laughs> but beyond that, it's a busy month for us. Yeah. It's a busy month. Yeah. So you have Easter. So if you're a pastor, you've got Easter. It's a pretty busy That's time. That's a pretty big, busy time. Yeah. Um, you know, we have uh, three different sports that our kids are involved in this month and all the juggling of track meets and soccer games and I'm coaching some of them and so uh you know we have to juggle some of that we we're working um, we do have jobs <laughs> you know you're finishing your doctoral presentation this month I yeah. mean that's a big deal that's happening um at the end of the month is my graduation for my master's degree so there's there's it's a busy month there is a lot yes, going absolutely. on and um and so we have had literally like hey let's schedule a time for 20 minutes to sit down and talk about what's coming up yeah and we've actually i feel even done a little bit better lately I, about this so i'm proud of us Can i know i i, I, I feel proud, better but... yeah godly proud about it. just looking even further ahead and saying yeah. okay you know we I mean, we're planning stuff for the fall mm -hmm. we're doing a lot of that kind of stuff and i think 
it really has given us freedom. For me, it's uh, given me freedom. It is. It's so, freedom to say, okay, this is what's happening. This is what's coming up in the fall. I think it really helps you and I to not have conflict over schedule yeah, yeah. when we take the time. And so it doesn't have to be horrible, but just having a few moments to, to hey, where are we at in our schedules? Mm-hmm. Are we accomplishing all the things that we need to? Because life can just take over if we're not if we're not and aware. again, I think it's a goal issue. Again, it's not, a, like we said earlier, a money issue. In this case, time issue. It's we still have the same goals about how we want to spend our time. And yes. so that's that's a core thing too. Okay, so we've talked a lot of patterns. Um, we've got a few more, but you know, we talked about going to bed at the same time, planning our calendar, checking mm-hmm. in with each other during the day, vacations, uh, things like that. Let's talk about conflict. Wonderful. Hey, let's do it. I you want to have some conflict I right here? Let's, we're going to stage a conflict. No. No. no uh, with, with conflict, I think we have a pattern that we generally resolve conflict very quickly. Now, when I say quickly, I'm not I'm not meaning like within five minutes or ten minutes. No, we have we have conversations and we have we have we say the difficult things when we need to. I really believe that. We had that. a conversation this week. We had a conversation <laughs> this week. <laughs> no, believe it or not. We did. And Just really in preparation for this podcast, though. Yeah. We really wanted to be sharp I, for I, our viewers. You know what? That's good. You didn't realize I was doing that. <laughs> Never mind. Before we go into another one. <laughs> no, just no, but we do it. And what I mean by that is we don't have these conflicts that last. I, I really believe do not let the sun go down on your anger. I do. Scripturally, I think that's that's powerful. Um, yes, but but these we don't have conflicts that last. But it's also that. knowing about timing. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> used to balk at this. I did, and I didn't know about timing this week, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> no, I used to balk at this because I am more of a personality of, well, I, I just if I feel it, I need to say it. I need to get it out, and I at times have felt like that maybe it's disingenuous to look for the right opportunity to say that. I, I have realized the error of my ways. Um, I'm still realizing it, that it's not just about sharing what you feel, but it's also being considerate of what the other person has maybe had to do that day or things like that. So kind of letting into a little bit of a pastor's perspective, mm-hmm. um, there are things that are stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there are. <laughs> That's pro- that's a pretty good statement. I uh, we won't podcast, go into all of those, but right like there. so for example, um funerals. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of funerals. Mm-hmm. You've done a lot of funerals. Um it is not a rote task. It's an emotional thing. Um it's a spiritual exercise, it's an emotional exercise. It's not just the family who's grieving. I mean, it impacts our family mm-hmm. in a I mean, I'm not saying it's the same. I, I understand right. it's not the same as as everybody else, but it, there, there's a, I mean, when somebody from our congregation passes yeah. it, anyways, I, I won't go into all of that, but I may not bring up a conflict issue. Maybe on that, that time when you're preparing for a funeral, mm-hmm. I might sit there and think, wow, he has a lot on his plate. Let, let me talk to him about that tomorrow. That takes like, it's, that's me thinking about the other person, but it's also, I have to like, push down my own self-centeredness because I want to just say things when I want to say them. I mean, I'll just be honest. And it's not disingenuous. It's respectful. 
I think that's I think that's powerful. And you said a key thing there, uh, self-centeredness. I think that's powerful, and that's because that's powerful because in any kind of conflict, I never do this, by the way, but <laughs> we can reorient everything back to it's about me or how I feel. And I think it's so yeah. powerful when we begin to look to the needs of others above our own. And I think that's the the principle here, even um, in marriage. In marriage, absolutely, yeah. especially. Well, sometimes we read those scriptures and we think like. That person out there. Right. I don't have to do that in my own home. Yeah. Exactly. Untrue. Um, so uh, resolving conflicts quickly. Yep. That has been a goal. And dealing even with things that maybe aren't just solvable in a day, mm-hmm. but not letting them become lingering. I don't know, like hovering over the atmosphere of our marriage, dealing with it. Um, some things can't be solved in a day, but you can make progress. Yeah, you can. It's it's not good to live in a state of tension and conflict. Yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. So resolving conflict quickly. Um, another one that I I mean we're just trying to think of the major stressors in marriage: conflict, yeah. um, schedule, uh, things you know, uh, timing. One of them is parenting philosophy. <laughs> and um, if if you think, well, my husband and I will agree with everything about raising kids. There will come things where you will disagree. Right. And that's good. You will need to work out, okay, what do we stand for? So what do the Fergusons stand for? Not what is Jeff, what is Rochelle, but we're one. So how are we going to parent? What is our parenting philosophy? And believe it or not, I think a real good pattern is that we actually talked about this before Mm -hmm. we were married. We talked about this I mean, before we had kids, even when we were married, trying to create a philosophy together. Yeah, and it can't be this hidden thing where there's frustration, but nobody says anything about it, about how each other is doing things as far as being parents. Just talk about it. It has to be overt. Have yes. to talk about it because parenting is stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, parenting uh, divided is more stressful and could be catastrophic. Oh, yeah. Very catastrophic. And so we, we have to parent, as, again, a united front. And, and like a big thing here is um, that is infiltrating homes all across America, probably the world, is child-centered homes. Mm. And we made, not we're not perfect, but we made the decision that we're not going to have a child-centered home. We're going to have a God-centered home. Mm-hmm. And there's an order and our kids don't run the show. Um, I'm, and, and that's important. Um, and but if if you felt that it was a child center home and then I didn't or vice versa, that, there would be continual conflict because our yeah. philosophies would be different. So we talked about number of children that we would we would I remember, we would have. Yeah. I mean, we talked I about that. that. Yep, we, did. we talked about how we would raise them. Would we send them to daycare or not? Uh, we talked about all the schooling. Things. What is the plan? You know, um, and. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast, and I'd love to talk uh, about that. We yeah. can't go into all of that. We can do that sometime, but not today. Please, yeah, I think we should because yes. I think it'd be really fun. Uh, you know, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. How are you going to parent? What's your discipline strategies? Things like that. Because if one parent's super, <laughs> like, I'm just going to let you in. Your kids <laughs> will try to divide and conquer you. They will don't. <laughs> Let them. No, I mean, and that's no, true, but it's though. just that it's just true. the nature. Mm-hmm. It's the nature, and and my, you know, they won't. They will not. <laughs> you know, define. no, but we no. 
if we if we've had disagreements, I've said, well, I don't, yeah. I don't agree with that statement you made. We do that together, and then we, we and generally not in front of them. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, because I think that creates <laughs> that would be anyway. But we're real, yeah. so maybe we have probably. In front, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure I've made a mistake. <laughs> You're a perfect parent. Um, okay. Um, in that same vein, one of the patterns that we have set up is we eat dinner together every night as a family. Yep. And some of you are like, every night? Every and, night. And I'll just say this. Lest you have this picture of everybody, <laughs> we, we break out the china and everybody, and it's just, you know, I'm at the head or whoever. I don't know. Like just, slicing a turkey? Yeah, is yeah. that kind of what you're... Yeah, yeah. Rochelle's slicing the turkey. Oh, I'm slicing the turkey. I don't really know. <laughs> nobody nobody trusts me with that. But anyway. Um, no. no. Okay, no. so... Here's the bottom line. Here's the main thing about is that we are together mm-hmm. uh, in the same spot, in the same place. Yes. I think maybe those are the two big things. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, time is going to... There's food involved. There's food involved. Time is going to vary because of activities and sports and church schedule and things. Yeah. Like and even this month, we've had some days we're eating at 4.30 and some days we're eating at 7. Yeah. Now, we're not eating at 10 o'clock at night. If right. we're eating at that time... Um, Something's something might right. be awry. Yeah. Um, and again, I understand our kids aren't at driving age, but mm-hmm. we we have been parents for 13 years, yeah. and we have this pattern set up. We don't intend on breaking that pattern. Yeah. Um, it's important. There's a lot that we learn at the dinner table. Oh, We're yeah. not sitting and watching a movie while we all eat in silence or things like that. We're sitting together. Now, sometimes we're sitting at the counter and we're sitting kind of next to each other. Sometimes we don't sit at the table. We sit at the counter because it's easier to clean up. And you actually just started to be able to sit down. Yeah, for like many years, I would as stand a, as a mom you because know, I was just like getting. Every, I was like, I'm not even gonna sit. I'm just gonna stand and face the family at the counter. Um, but we finally got I always, five. I was. We have like a the, bigger counter now, so we can. I fit offered five. to stand, but you you would have. Well, be, I mean, I'm good. I like standing, but um, so eating to, to uh, dinner together yep. every night. Um, and the last pattern. Now there are more patterns, There's but more. we we you have to limit it. Yeah. And I think this one might be one of the most important. Yeah. And I kind of thought of another one. Is but Go I'll, for it just so that I'm not going to. Okay. Okay. It? So, well, they go together. Okay. But the pattern that we had written down as the last one is that we are in church every Sunday and every Wednesday. And you may say this. Well, of course you are. You are pastors. So where else are you going to be? Okay. We're pastors. I'll give you that. But we go to church when we're on, we're on vacation, vacation. <laughs> uh, we go to church when we're out of town. Uh, we, we go to church. You go to church on Sundays. You go to church on Wednesdays. Let me tell you uh, just a, a story. My first five years ago, my first class in Springfield for my, my doctoral class, I'm in class. You had to leave for five days. Five it's days. Monday through Friday. I'm so. gone Monday through Friday. We're in class 8 a.m. to, to 5, 5 p.m. So yeah. nine hours a day. So Wednesday comes and I, I'm, I'm kind of tired. I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know. I'm just going to. I'm just going to maybe chill out. Um, Rochelle calls me and then Madeline gets on the phone. She's just five, you know, five years ago. So she's she said, like, Hey daddy. Yeah. I said, Hey, she said, where are you going to go to church tonight? <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if I was, was going to go tonight. She said, well, if you were here, you'd go to church. And no joke. I went to church that night and it, it was powerful. 
here's our family knows these patterns. Yeah, like it is a normal pattern. It yeah. it would be abnormal. Yes. Very abnormal to get out of that pattern. And I don't want to get out of that pattern. Right. I'm going to tell you, if we cease to be pastors tomorrow, that would still be our pattern. Still be in church. Yeah. It would still be our pattern. I believe that my kids need to be in the local church yes. more than once a week. I believe that. Uh, we go to Sunday school. We're, we're there. And it sets a pattern for our kids. I mean, we need it. I'm not, oh, there's course. nothing about it that I'm saying we don't need it, but we're talking about setting a pattern yep. for our kids. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to wonder, we wonder why kids are leaving the church. Well, I'm thinking, were they ever in it to begin with? Yeah. Were they really there? It needs to be a habit. It has it to be a to weekly be, habit. Yes. Uh, your kids go to school every day. Yep. They need to be going to church every week. Absolutely. And so in, in conjunction with that, every night we tuck our kids into bed. Yes. And we pray with them. And we talked about us praying every night. But every night, our kids, I mean, we have, it, sometimes it becomes a long routine. Yes. But it's but, praying for them and hugs and kisses. One more, one more. You know, I think they're just trying to avoid going to sleep. Yeah. But at that point, I don't care. I want to give them a hug and a kiss. But um, every, they know we're going to pray. and Every night. Yeah. That is essential. That's a powerful moment, too. I mean, that That's when we hear things. We moment. hear things yeah. as parents of, oh, well, you know, this happened at school today, or, or you know, I didn't, I didn't like this, or mm-hmm. I felt really cool when this happened. And those are powerful moments when you're yeah. with your kids. And so, these patterns are not things that we write down and check off. Like, yeah, they're just literally so much part of life that we don't even. They're just like, part they of who we are. They don't recognize. So, uh, that's really. When we're talking about with character, you know, it takes a while for things to build like Mm -hmm. patterns, Mm -hmm. but once you've been doing them, you don't even have to think about them. And I think that's the intentionality of marriage. Um, Yes, we have conflict. I mean, we talked about it. We have conflict, but there is security and there are patterns and there's knowing and we we deal with it and we move forward. And I think those patterns really make a difference. And they feed off each other like that one. Have conflict. Well, I know we're going to bed at the same time (laughs) in the same place regardless. And we're going to have to pray. And we're going to have to pray. Think about that. So you have to somewhat be okay with somebody to be able to pray with them. (laughs) I I mean, seriously. Yeah. At least I do. I'm not a good faker with praying. can't fake stuff. I'm just not good. So... But I really believe the patterns you set up are going to bring freedom to your family, freedom to your life. And I believe they're life-changing, especially and only if they're found on God's Word. And it's never too late yes. to begin a pattern. Absolutely. Never. So you might think, oh my goodness, I missed the first 10 years of our marriage doing this. Or I missed the first 10 years of parenting to do this. It is never too late to set up a pattern. So yes. I believe you can do it. And join in next week when we talk about the outside influences and how to manage the outside influences. So we're talking extended family. We're talking work. We're talking all the things that seek to distract you from the goal that God has for you in your marriage. So we will see you next time here on the Deep Rooted Podcast. Thanks for joining us. 